Hello, this is Corey Stocks. I'm with my friend Robert Maine, construction crane. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and my lovely young lady as our special guest. Her name is Liz Stocks. Say hi. Hello. What is up, Robert? <laughs> How are you? You like that? You like the. I, uh, yeah, we were talking off air. He's going to give me a nickname every week. Yep. I'm going to do it to him, too. So, construction crane. Nice one. <laughs> uh, Angel and Airwaves. I'm going to go right off to uh, the yeah. game. Of course. Yep. This is an easy, too. you got to give me a hard song. But man. I had to do it. We went to That's see true. him. So. Also, I want to pitch you. We, we should have done this off air, but I, I want to give like little names to our segments. Um, the, the game. What do you think about just pop quiz? Pop Zu- quiz. Usually, it's like a pop song, and it's a Love quiz, it. and you guys are teachers. <laughs> It's not super creative, but I can think of it. I was trying to think of like, like pop punk pop quiz, but it was like nah, just pop, pop quiz. Punk pop quiz. Pop quiz. Intro pop quiz. So yeah. Uh, Angels Which record is this? Is this the first one? Uh, it's I Empire, so I think it would be the second, right? Yes. <laughs> Question mark. One. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, cool. Yeah. So that kind of uh, you guys went and saw that show. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Because yep. uh, you guys are going to review it. Where'd you guys go see it at? House of Blues, Anaheim. All right, cool, nice. Um, what else is new? You got you, you're, you got hurt again, Corey. Oh yeah. What'd you but, do? Well, Taekwondo. What is it? <laughs> Muay Thai. Muay Thai. I always forget. Muay well, Thai. since I've been doing Muay Thai, I uh, I've been trying to get my kind of technique down and. After class, I decided, oh, I'm going to go kick the bag, see if I have my technique. And I was doing okay, but then I tried for a hard kick, and I ended up kicking the wrong way again. <laughs> and I hit my ankle, and now my ankle is, like, super, like, bruised. It feels sprained. Okay. You been icing it and stuff? Uh, no. N- no. <laughs> no. No. No wonder. You're becoming an old man, Corey. Trust me. I'm, I'm getting there. You got to take care of that stuff. I do. You can't just rub it off like we used to when we were 18 pop right back up. God, it feels much better. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's kind of it for Muay Thai. But the show we've been we've been really busy this weekend. We went to a show, we saw the movie. Went to knots. Yesterday. Oh yeah, we're also gonna get into that. We're going well. Joker. Yeah, set up the, re- the 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 episode a little bit. So we're gonna um, get into your show. We're also gonna uh, review uh, the new early, early November record, Lilac, which I like the name of it. Mm-hmm. Which, it's kind of a cool name. I like the album cover too. And then we uh, all saw the movie Joker. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah. And then we're just going to pick Liz's brain about being a teacher and the ups and downs of that. And yeah, the horror stories and the, the funny stories that come with it. And uh, also if, if you guys hear something different, we have the window open cause it's super hot and the doors open and our producer Navi is in the window checking us out. Yeah. How are we, how are we doing? Uh, huh? How are we doing? She's going to hiss at you. Watch. She's going to get all pissed off. She's sniffing me out. <laughs> oh, yeah. She went after me. She's telling me to get back to work. Okay, sorry. Sorry, producer. Um, This week, though, I got to do one of the coolest music videos I've ever worked on. It was a kind of bucket list when it comes to being a PA. Who was that, Robert? Oh, just a little British band called Coldplay. That's amazing. Now, some of you guys might be saying, oh, Coldplay, they're gay, whatever. It's like, dude, they're still Coldplay. Like, even if you don't, like, love them, you still got to respect on, like, who they, like, who they are and, like, how many people they've played to. Like, they've literally played to probably over 100,000 people at one time. Millions. I mean, I was gonna say millions, not at once, not at once, but but yeah, yeah. but like overall, yeah, for sure, in record. So it was a two-day shoot, uh, super complicated shoot. There was a, um, they brought in a company that 
made a room that rotated. And what? It, yeah, it was on like this huge rig that they they built, and then within this big circle, they made a square, and then that square was like a room, and they attached the camera to the rig. Got it. So, so when the room rotated, it, the viewer didn't realize it was rotating because if you placed it outside the rig, you would you know yeah, you see, see the, the room. Ring, yeah. But because it's attached to it, the things inside it start rotating. So they had a couple uh, actors, a kind of little storyline, and had them rolling around and they had dancers and then eventually the band got in there and they were performing while it's turning around and that's a dream man. yeah it was cool man they had stunt coordinators making sure everyone was safe and like procedures and then we and then they did all those shots and then they moved over to another setup which was like a garden that was all lit up beautifully and all hazed up and and they did more performance stuff and when we we're doing that the art team came in and totally redid that other room into a totally other room like the first one was kind of like just like apartment looking kind of thing yeah plain and then they turned it into like a war zone like a apartment that got hit by a bomb had a big hole in it that blue screen that's crazy yeah it was very elaborate video i've never been on one so elaborate too and then they did a whole other performance shot on this backdrop and yeah it was really cool that's got to be awesome to you know actually see them play and yeah, they were, and he wasn't singing on Gun yeah. Track. You can't expect him to sing the song, you know, 50 times a day. Like, she's just she's just chilling behind me, right? Yeah. The cat, sorry. <laughs> Listener doesn't know what's going on. Oh, she's going for a jump. No. Nope. No. I don't think so. Um, but the band was really cool. They were, like, super nice British boys. Um, even Chris Martin at the end wanted to make sure that everyone kind of applauded the dancers for That's how well they did. Because cool. those dancers, man, they were busting their ass off. For this video and yeah that was fun to watch too and uh two-day shoot great crafty good food too which is always nice. a plus but yeah that was a it was a really cool experience and uh hope i get more of those yeah yeah that's an awesome shoot i mean you it's not every day you get to work with a band that has had like such influence yeah so every once in a while you know I, I work on the stinkers a little blow budget stuff that you yeah know, are tough but then it, it kind of you work to get these jobs and yeah it's totally worth it so it's awesome. very cool yep so let's get into it i guess moving on yep oh, and also too yeah it's, for, it's their new album coming out so the song's not out yet but it's gonna be everywhere you're gonna oh, hear it awesome. on commercials I'm and i'm very excited it's Coldplay. it's super Love catchy Coldplay. i mean i i was coming home with it still stuck in my head so you guys will too check it out i know liz and i cold is kind of really special to like our story so oh, really? That's pretty awesome. How's that? I don't know well, that. Is it special? We just played a lot of Coldplay at our wedding. Uh, okay. Well, not only that, but remember when Who we were kids though? and we were dating in high school and we would listen to X and Y yeah. on repeat and just like drive around. We used to drive like around and look at kids. houses and daydream. Yeah. Nice. About how we were going to be married in the future. And and buy like, a nice house. And, of course. Yeah. There you we're go. Now. One step at a time. <laughs> Love it. All comes around. So, yeah, you guys went to a show and saw uh, Angels and Airwaves. Yeah. House of Blues Anaheim, which I'm not the biggest fan of. I still haven't seen a good show there yet since they moved it. I oh, like, I've seen I like a couple. I preferred it in the old location. Yeah, but the old one was awesome. This new one's like a warehouse. It's not It's not the whole House of Blues like club. Like I don't know. It doesn't have the same vibe. Seems too corporate. But anyways, no. who else Who else played on the show? Uh, Charming Liars and New Regime. Yeah, New yeah. Regime. Uh, I didn't like New Regime. <laughs> New Regime was that other guy's band, right? Yeah. We were talking about last week. Yeah. 
What'd you think about him? He's talented. I, I don't like them as a band. They're very. He's very talented. He plays drums in that band too. No, he plays no. guitar and oh. sings. Yeah. Oh, he's but, extremely talented, Elon Rubin. But nothing I, grabbed me. Yeah, I didn't listen to them. Like, oh yeah, I I really like that band. I'm gonna go listen to them on Spotify now. For okay. the record, they did not suck. They were amazing musicians. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. their music didn't, Just didn't catch resonate yeah. with. I us. get that. Yeah, but um. Charming Liars, funny enough, we Skylark played with when we were, that was my old band, or still band, but um, we haven't played in a long time. But Limbo, Limbo uh, Land. Yeah, Limbo Land. But Skylark played with Charming Liars, and to see them like on this stage, there was a lot of people in there. Oh, so like you came up with them? Like you yeah, were, like we, oh, okay. we, they, they're actually from... Rancho um, Cucamonga. They're from Rancho Cucamonga, and one of them is from... Uh, isn't he from he Europe? Had, he had an English accent. He had an English accent. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was he came over from there or what, but mm-hmm. one of them had an English accent. Or he was so faking it? Maybe he was faking it. <laughs> maybe. I mean, Billy Joe Armstrong ladies. does it. <laughs> cool. And then Angels and Airways, what, how was it? How did Tom sing? It's amazing. Yeah? He's I good? I loved it. What was your favorite part of the show? I just thought it, I don't know, it was perfect. The The lights were awesome. The vibe of the band, like, he was there. Uh-huh. Um, in between songs, he'd kind of talk and be his old silly self and... Not, not so the, serious? He was his, actually, like, like, pulling jokes and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. His okay. Elon Rubin yeah. story where he they wrote... There's an acoustic song mm. on... Anomaly. Um, and it's called Anomaly, if you want me to play it. That's a yeah, great song. Yeah, bring it up. Uh, um, See if you can hear it. I think you should be able to hear it. Um, I'm sorry, that's my fault. Yeah. So he was, he taught, he told a story before he started to play it, and he mm. said that Elon Rubin and him were like sitting, what on like a cliff or something. He basically made it sound like he was in love with Elon Rubin. <laughs> yeah, like this beautiful really love funny. story. Sorry, uh, that's the drummer. The drummer. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry, I already forgot his name. Sorry. And we, it, like, I love him, and like, just Aww. really like <laughs> romance. What, it, yeah. what was it? Was a drummer up there? Or was yeah, it, yeah. Okay. He he played the song while Tom sang. They were like oh. standing next to each other. Aww, okay. Yeah. And little, I have little to, song dedication. And I have to admit, and I think I talked to you about this. Like, I went in thinking, man, Tom's got a terrible voice. They're gonna. I'm the bigger Angels and Airwaves fan. Yeah, he's gonna. You would pick Angels and Airwaves over Blink. At right now, yes, 100%. yeah. Mm. That's, can't, that's not a good answer right now. Okay, if you're on a deserted island and you had to pick between Angel Airways discography and Blink One Two's discography, which okay, one would you l- pick? Let to? me say why I said the answer that I said. If I were to play old Blink, I would prefer old Blink. Yeah. But what Blink is right now with yeah. Skiba. 100% Angels and Airwaves. I don't like Matt Skiba. All right. No, I hear you on that one. <laughs> but I don't like Angels and Airwaves enough to choose oh, I love over them. Blink, though. I, it's just... But yeah. anyway, going into it, I was like, oh, his his voice isn't, isn't yeah. going to cut it. But man, that guy sang his heart out. It sounded great. It yeah. sounded And he, really he good. owns all his little, like, in my yed and all this... This, the way he sings imper- stuff. Imperfections that yeah. how he sings. And I yeah. love it. I look forward to that stuff. Okay. He actually did a rendition, a, kind of a medley of I Miss You and Aliens Exist yep. together. My next question was if, if he played any Blink songs. He, he did acoustic, but it was he didn't only play them full length. Like, a ha- like a half yeah, of the song. Just the best parts. So then, yeah. yeah. And he, so, 
<laughs> oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> he like um, would sing parts and then add little parts. Yeah. So like, there's the song that talks about uh, conspiracies. He's, yeah, he said we all know conspiracies are dumb, and he's like, no, they're not. <laughs> like yeah. as he played it. Um, very charming on stage. I think yeah. he's he's such a good front man. Um, super humble. Very. You can tell he loves the music he's playing now, whereas when I watched him with Blink near the end, mm -hmm. he didn't seem as hmm. as into what he was doing. Yeah. So I'm happy he's in his zone with these guys. Well, I'm glad he's happy. I'm not happy, but I guess mm -hmm. I'm glad he's happy. What, with, like, <laughs> Rebel Girl and all that? Well, and Angels and Airways have a huge fan base. Yeah. Like, yeah. the people that, that like them love them. Oh, so, and that's Blink. Uh, See, that's what I'm talking oh, yeah. about. <laughs> and everyone there just was so in love with watching them and had their Angels and Airwaves gear and singing along. Now, and are there, do you think there are Angels and Airwaves fans out there that like got into them not listening to Blink? I do. Um, That'd be like a super younger crowd, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like most they're of them. Rare. That's rare though. Yeah. But there's sure kind of like sure out there though. Team Tom and Team Mark in a way. I don't like, have a team. I'm like, whatever. I just want my parents to get back together. <laughs> <laughs> your, your I mean, I'm analogy. team Tom all the way. Yeah. I, I can't. I love Tom. Dude, if anything, I'm picking Tom, uh, Team Travis. Like, fuck, fuck both of them. Travis is, <laughs> Travis is the best one in that band. They both know it. Yeah, they but. Would, they would not, Blink would not be around if it wasn't for Travis Parker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, true. That really did send them over the yeah. edge. I mean, that guy is just too special. I mean, yeah. Mark. I mean, they had another drummer. Sorry, before. Mark is not a, like an amazing bass player and I'm no. sure he could say that too and like he's an okay singer being very monotone Tom is an okay guitar player and okay singer like Travis is like the, one of the best drummers in the world so but have you seen and this relates a lot to like Angels and Airwaves and Boxcar and how he kind of left Blink and like yeah. wanted to do his own thing have you seen String Theory his String Theory no Ernie Ball it's a YouTube it's about an hour long, uh -huh. but it's he, he talks about just his evolution of his music, and oh. it's really interesting. Is in someone the way, interviewing him, or he's just like talking to the he's camera? He's kind of like talking to the camera. Oh. It's and then he takes you around, and he like goes into a record store, and he's like check out the shit they have in here, and like showed like what he listened to growing All up. Right. That's kind of cool. Um, Ernie Ball, you said? Yeah, it's called Ernie Ball String Theory. Okay, that, ma along. that makes sense. Now it gets because when you before you said Ernie Ball when you say String Theory I'm thinking oh this is alien stuff but, the <laughs> no, one, but yeah. then when you mentioned the, the string company it's like oh okay now yeah. that makes sense literal he, strings yeah. <laughs> yeah and he um, that's a good name he's he he has this kind of artistic quality about him that I never really thought about before I thought it was just Tom DeLonge he's into conspiracies and all that and but he actually really thinks about his music a different way oh yeah um even with Blink, he was talking about how every song he writes had to sound like a nursery rhyme. Like, he wrote it on purpose like that. Huh. Where if you it's listen, it's very sing-songy. Yeah. It's kind of what pop is, I mean, yeah. in a sense. Mm -hmm. What keeps you... What, if, if, if it sticks in your head, yeah. like, you know, after you st stop listening to it, I feel like that's a good thing. Totally. Yeah. Cool. What Maybe. other shows you guys got coming up? We got we got a couple coming yeah. up. Um, let's see. We have Against Me coming up nice. either this is it this week or next week is it it might be this week holy crap we have against me coming up um Since early november <laughs> i mean not why did i say early november i wish i was seeing mm -hmm. november. no our last night 
Oh, yeah, uh, that's one we're going to, right? Yeah, senses fail. Senses fail, yeah. Yeah, we've got a bunch coming up, so we'll be talking about those on a podcast Say anything. As well. Say anything. Or, well, Max Bemis. Yeah. But soon. i got to put these on my calendar. i got a cool thing coming up, too. Um, uh, the uh, On Tuesday, um, I'm giving you the signal to pause your music, Corey. Oh, Sorry. got it, got it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what this, what, what, like, pointing Sorry, down we'll, means. we'll get to that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> from now on, you'll know when to you do You need that. nonverbal <laughs> signals yeah. like I have. In my well, they do. They do. Them, uh, they. I think they do do that on um do do, do do that <laughs> on, on in radio. Like they'll do hand signals that yeah. people don't yeah. hear about. Sorry, that was my bad. <laughs> that was the only thing good. I could think yeah. of. Like, Spacebar, spacebar. You're pointing um, at something. Uh, next Tuesday, I'm going to a uh, a Q and A from with the Writers Guild to go see Rob. McElhinney, whatever his name is, the the creator of Always Sunny. Oh, McElhinney. McElhinney. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is. Uh, Mac. That's just how yeah, I know him. I don't. Mac. I don't know what Rob is. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's gonna be talking at like this panel, not a panel, Dude. it's just like him talking for an hour about his writing and stuff. So I'll come on next week and talk about that. Cause I'm that's really a dream. Excited. Yeah, it sold out pretty quick too. I think. Um, and uh, start reviewing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do you, what are you going to talk about first, Joker? Or... Uh, let's do music first, since yeah. we're kind of on the here. I'll bring topic it. I'll bring it a little bit up. Um, so we all kind of listened to the new early November record, Lilac, yep. that just came out. Um, I'm sure you guys are just like me. I've been a fan since day one. Yeah. With their their uh, their records. Yeah, um, since the drive through day, the days of drive through. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I remember listening to to them on the uh the demo cd you know when they passed out they had all the bands on yeah it. And it was like the ones that really hit me were like census fail uh you found glory of course and then early november and like no one knew who early november and census fail were back then and i was like just their Dude, name I need these guys yeah the name is super emo the early november right it's right next to taking back sunday <laughs> um there's thursday in there too yeah yeah that's true that's days true. of the week that is true <laughs> months touche touche amore um, <laughs> only emo kids will get that um so i went into this excited yeah, I, I was, and I had totally forgot they'd put out a new record until so you mentioned it. I was like, "Oh, sweet! I get you know something to review, and I yeah. rock out for the next week." I don't like this record. It's not. Uh-oh. I don't like this record, and and just as much as I loved the blink. Oh, thank you. Um, as much as I loved uh, the record, maybe that's what we heard last week. What did we hear last? Remember, week? we heard a voice last week, and we couldn't figure out what it was. So was it a dog? In. No, my computer tells me what time it is. Oh, I thought that was a dog barking. No, my, at, on, That's the, what I on the hour, it it's like, it's five o'clock. Sorry. <laughs> Total ADD right there. We but thought the house was haunted. Yeah. I went back and listened to it. I couldn't hear it. I actually like edited out that part. Interesting. But I went back and listened to it and I couldn't hear anything. But I'm, I bet you it was that. Yeah, that's what it was. Sorry, for sure. Sorry, Liz. Sorry, it, <laughs> it, it, uh, it's a Anyways, moment. yeah, back to me hating this record. Uh, no. Um, as much as I love the Blink record and going into it thinking I wouldn't like it, I just total opposite with this one. I thought I was gonna go in thinking I'm gonna love this, and I just nothing really grabbed me. Counterpoint. I loved it. It's not a. It's not early, the early November. No, so what? I, go ahead. It's, rem, it's very Jack's mannequin to me. Oh, uh, it's. Oh, that's no! Don't put it up on that pedestal. It Sorry. sounds okay. So his vo- vocally, I think he he went a little like 
kind of lighter. You know what I mean? More. Oh yeah. There's no. Yeah. One of my biggest things is there's no like fast paced songs on. Yeah. At all. He did. It sounds like. It sounds very chill. It's almost like what is it right now? Bedroom rock yeah, kind of bedroom, <laughs> bedroom rock. I like that description. Like yeah. Really soft. That's in right now. I like it though a lot. Um, my counterpoint is just I'm in a state where I needed something more to even you out. Yeah, because I've been listening to like Sleeping with Sirens mm. and heavy I hear that. stuff. Um, I also think there's some really standout ones. Um, I think it's number track two. Okay. Um, track two. My weakness. Yeah, I really yeah. like track two. Oh, okay. I like Ave Maria. And this particular yeah. song is the worst song on the record. You don't like this? Yeah, one? I don't like this one either. What? The <laughs> chorus doesn't make any sense. It has such a good beginning to I it. I like it. It's got potential. It's like okay, all right. You know, it's got potential. It's got a nice little like vocal line going on. It's got Super a little dark. kind of j- you know, salsa. Does it know? drop into three? Like, or six? <laughs> no, it's in four. But the chord progression now coming into the chorus, it sounds like the bass player change. and the guitar player don't know, didn't communicate and say, hey, I'm going to do this progression, you do this progression. They're like, I'm going to do different notes. I they, love this. They start on this like is a the re- You want to know note. why I really like this? It sounds super early Bayside, like almost like first record Bayside. That dr- those drums sound. The drums sound fine. I'm talking about the, the literal chord progressions. Then, These notes they're playing in the background don't make sense. It's too much tension. Because then it comes back into this. Oh no, they got to do this part. Little woo woos. I will. I will. There's one complaint I had, and I was telling you earlier about it. You hear that ooh part, and then there's a whistling part on another yes. song. Yes, they yeah. sound like they just like dropped it on top. And it doesn't of sound the like track. there's like any reverb or yeah. any like like I'm not saying yeah. you have to put a ton of like effects on everything, but like yeah. when you're doing that kind of stuff, give it something. It just sounds like they were literally going in straight up, yeah, tracking and put it on the record. So what's your counterpoint, Liz? Yeah, convince me I, this is a I, good record. Well, <laughs> I don't play music, so I can't speak to it on, okay. like... The theory level. It, yeah, exactly. Okay. That kind of stuff. I just know that I like it, and it's catchy, and I like singing to it. Okay. But I also... I can't argue that. I know you guys are saying that the way it's um, recorded and stuff is not that great, but I like it better than the new Blink album that has auto-tune on everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, and... I'm super over auto-tune right now. Yeah. I think these are those are two great examples of the spectrum that I think the Blink record is what you get when you put a shitload of money and a shitload of composers and producers and you come out with a pretty polished yeah. Disney Pixar looking great product that anyone can take. Yeah. This one, okay, so right, I was I was indie. doing some research because my first theory was I know he records uh, Ace the singer who is ba- who yeah. he is basically in November because they've had a lot of kind of member changes come in and out and he's like been the one staple mm-hmm. with them. Um, so I went into all music to see uh, who recorded and did this album but I also wanted to look back at the last one now the last record they did was the, the um, he did a, an acoustic covering of all the, the big mm-hmm. hits yeah. uh, it was 15 something I forget what it's called it's a great record but it's just a cover of all you know him playing acoustic to all the, the big hits which is great but the one right before that was like the real full length was Im- Imbue Imbue Oh, that's a I love that album. Great record. record. So yeah. damn good. Not, I, 
probably not in my top like three of their of theirs, but that is like a good solid record for early November. It's got dark stuff, it's got light yeah. stuff, and Ace is basically um, he basically did that whole. Oh, I'm sorry. No, there's two guys. Chris Bambi, he did some of the mixing, but Ace engineered that record, and then he handed it off to get yeah. mixed with another guy named Aaron Sprinkle, who's kind of a famous mixer too. Sprinkle. Sprinkle, yeah. That's a pretty um, cool last thing. He so sprinkles it. That's why I think that sounds. I still don't think that album as good as good as it should have been too. I think they yeah. needed a producer. I think the problem with what I remember right now is they want to do everything in house, and that's great, but they need a producer. The whole time I listened to this new record, I kept thinking, if only they got a, pr- a producer got their hands on it, I could totally see them going. This is a great demo, like this is a great starting point to do yeah. a record. Now let's get in there and like really figure out these chord progressions and stuff. Like this song, oh my god, this I love this song. The beginning of this song, I was like, I first heard it, I was like, this is the single. Like this is on the, this is gonna be on the radio. Like this is and this is Jack's mannequin, like yeah. straight up. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, okay, it's kind of like, it's kind of a, you know, high beat, you know, I'm waiting for the kick in where it's going to like, you know, early November, here it comes. And then, uh, and it never picks up. It sets the song up to be like this great little pop song. And then it just like, we're tired. We're tired of playing pop. You love this one though, huh? And then like the disco. Like, Liz has a different perspective, right? All I'm saying is that you guys love the new Blink record. Oh. He doesn't as much as I do. <laughs> but th- here's the thing, though. Once I found out that it 16 writers helped him, I don't love it as much. Yeah. Now, I give them way more respect on Blink, but that other record was better. Does that make sense? Like, Yeah. Well, you I'm expect- a tech kid, too, man. I'm See, a, I'm a, I went to audio school, so I, li- I, I listen to that shit. Yeah, and I don't, I don't mean to be like a jerk toward I don't want to I don't want to but you expect more sometimes of the bands that do things themselves these are the under underdogs that we should be rooting for and yeah they are doing their job but listen and I don't want to be sitting here talking shit on early November no I don't want to be here but they're leaving me no choice (laughs) (laughs) sorry Ace um, but then the other thing it was okay. So I looked into the, uh, the last album he recorded and then handed off to uh, to mix. Yeah. This one he helped mix. So I think that's kind of why it's not as good either. Is that he has his hands on too much of it. I oh think yeah. Sometimes when it comes to a, such a big project, when it comes to your art, you kind of have to hand it off to the people that know what they're doing. And maybe sometimes. hear it a little bit different too. Yeah. 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 Didn't yeah. Get that. I just, I just, I, I hear so much potential in this record, and then it just never paid off for me. That's the only thing. Overall, I also like Comatose. No, oh, yeah. Which one's that? Comatose is a good song. Coma, Comatose. Oh, wait. I think I have. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, it's a good one. one so what, what's good about it? You, you said like, how could you? Thank give you it for some asking, good? Corey. We should, especially yeah. when we talk shit on something, we should bring something up that we like. Totally. I love the bass in this. Yeah. The guys playing bass on this is great, and the tone. Um, that's about it. <laughs> I don't know. What about his voice? I like the what he did with his voice. This song in particular is in the wrong key. This is way too high for Ace. Like, let's listen to how let's how high he's going. Like, does he he shoots a little high? 
It just seems this it song would be so much better if it was like too like drop down too full. <laughs> he's like he's 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 reaching for those notes. I wonder. I would like to hear a lot of this live. See, you know what I mean? It yeah. gives you a different perspective song, live too. God, it, like there's potential to do something different right there, and they never change. I like this little part's really cool. It never like this is where you build the song up, and it just Liz knows the words. This song, this part reminds me of uh, like MIA. Doesn't she have a song that's kind of like this? You know MIA. It's hard for me to think of a song while I'm listening to it. I think there's. Yeah, I haven't looked it up, but it's kind of hard to do. I give it. I give a C minus. Okay, Liz, what do you give it? Okay, fine. It's not perfect. No, what do you give it though? I give it an A minus. Cool. I like it. Well, that's great. That's why, you know, art is subjective. It is. I'd give it, right now, I've only listened to it like twice through, so I'd say B. Solid I, B. I, maybe put it in this perspective is like, I'm sure you guys have kids that you teach to that like you see potential in and then they'll bring in a project that's just like half-assed and you're like, <laughs> you're like, I you're like come do on, this. man. Like, I know you're better than this. Like, yeah. you turn this shit in for it. That's how I feel about this. It's like, Ace, <laughs> what are you guys doing, man? Like, no. Yeah. yeah that, Ace, I'm disappointed. Sorry, man. Yeah. But I mean, doing what he yeah. loves. Not every every single record's gonna hit everybody. No. Like you know. But I think that should be your goal, though, as yeah. a band. It might not happen, Definitely. but you should. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't want to be talking shit on this record. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in a year I'll I'll come around to it because I I remember when the first time uh, uh, Thursday is a light divided. Oh, city bad light. City divided, light. Yeah. Thank you. I can't get it right. You didn't like it. I didn't. Yeah, I was like, as a Thursday fan, I was like, I was expecting more all the time again. Like, yeah. what is this fucking experimental like shit that's hurting my yeah. ears because it's so loud? And then, you know, now I look yeah. back and like that album is incredible. It's chaos. Like, what, yeah, it. it's yeah. it's beautiful chaos. So, just give me time. What yeah. did you think of when uh, Thrice fans first heard Visu? Oh, they hated Visu. There is a transition period there. Yeah. But yeah. The same kind, of, same t- period of time that uh, Thursday was doing their shit too. Yeah. Yeah. They were both on the both on island. They were very much islands like screamo. I I think that's product. all art though. Like the f- the first time you look at it, it's not gonna look the same. You know, after you've, you've yeah. looked at it a few different Absolutely. times, you notice little intricacies and stuff. So. I listened, by, by the way, I listened to this record three times. Yeah. So just to make sure I wasn't crazy. Because yeah. the first time I was like, what is this? Sometime I was like, okay. And the third time, it, I confirmed it. How many times have you listened to it now, Liz? A lot. What's well, good. Yeah. But again, Don't, I, feel, I feel like Liz is over here like, I I, sh- I feel like I'm, I'm a bad guy that I like it. Don't no. Feel, oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-uh. No, anyone oh, that knows me knows that it. what I like, I like. And okay, I, good. Yeah, no. <laughs> You, you and I have I'm, talked about Billie Eilish. Remember this. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a whole other episode. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have no problem liking what I like. The Granted, and, but here's the thing. I haven't given, which I probably won't give her the chance because I'm not a big fan, but I haven't given that album that she did a, a listen through. So yeah. there's something to that. I'm kind of a hypocrite that way. <laughs> but I mean, again, art is subjective. Yeah. What you like, you like, like you said. Well, let's talk about something I did like. I'm sure oh, I, I think all three of us liked. It was the yeah. new Joker movie. Um, oh, my gosh. 
Yeah, I just so much to say. You guys both saw it twice? Or just yeah, no. I saw I uh, I saw it twice. She saw it once. I okay. saw it yesterday. I saw it like literally right before I came over um, with my buddy Josh. Wow. Yeah. Just wow. That's what that's the first description of the movie I can give it. Um, yeah. What do you think, Corey? I'm. There were moments where I was speechless like that. I saw it on my own first. Mm-hmm. And it was at times kind of hard to watch because it was it's so dark. It's so deep and dark, but in a different way. It's not like it's gritty and all that. Yeah, maybe gritty, but like it's just psychologically. And, oh, yeah. Oh, it's super dark. I liked, loved it, um, especially with like the visual of it, like being dark. For, yeah, it was one of like the darkest looking movies, but also one of like the brightest colorful yeah. movies. Like some of those scenes were like. He's walking down like an alleyway and it's super dark, but like the neon and the streetlights yeah. and just what he was wearing just popped. Like, I yeah. don't know how they did that, but. It's crazy. Oh, do we hear that vacuum? Uh, yeah, I don't know what that is. Maybe we do have to <laughs> Where close the window. That? Yeah, close around. All right, we, we had the window open. I think we're going to close it now because I'm sure you guys are hearing that. Yeah. Navi, what do you think? We got to close it? Is she yeah, still she, here? Yeah, she's, she's, she's still down there. It's fucking her. <laughs> but. Yeah, Todd Phillips. Who would have known oh, to? Oh, there's a squirrel, too. Oh, a squirrel on the. For a jump? What's he gonna do? Looks like he's gonna jump. He, he there's a squirrel. <laughs> it's almost like up, you know, squirrel. Come on, come on. Gonna do so. He's trying to jump to that tree. Watch, 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 watch. Oh! oh. Well done, sir. Yes, a moment in podcast history. I just saw the. Tail. <laughs> it looked like he was like helicoptering <laughs> over cool. to the freaking scared Navi <laughs> The producer uh, has left the building. <laughs> that was pretty cool to see. Sorry. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, <laughs> back to the Joker. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> uh, Joker. Yeah. Um, you were saying like the colors really. Popped. Yeah. It just yeah. it looked so good. Um, I'm I'm gonna look up uh, who actually filmed it and what else he did. Uh, Liz, what do you think? Yeah, I thought it was really great. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, man. Man, brought it. He His fucking acting. brought it. And even just how emaciated he looked. and I'm he, curious if like if that was all him or they went in and like kind of made him look even skinnier with like CGI. I, no, I, I, I could so. see him being like I could, that. No, that's what yeah. I'm saying, but it was so bad that I, could, it, yeah. like, I questioned it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay, dude? Yeah. Um, yeah, and a very little CGI. I was looking for it, and yeah, really the only ones that really stood out were the super rats. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that was just, really funny. Just the little when you, the background, you like see them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of a funny little uh, joke that. Um, what, do you say? what do you call Todd, it? Todd. Oh, uh, recurring joke. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the guy that filmed this, the guy that shot it, his name is Lawrence Shear. Shear. Um, he did the other uh, Hangover movies, so that's how he knows Todd mm-hmm. Phillips. Well, the third Hangover had like a similar kind of color feel yeah. to it, and then War Dogs didn't. He's, I think I don't think I saw that. War Dogs was with Jonah Hill, and yeah, didn't Todd Phillips? Yeah, Todd Phillips. That was last. Mm-hmm. That was Todd Phillips' last movie, and that kind of had the same like dark, kind of gritty feel to it. So yeah, he's awesome, guy, though. This guy kind of has an interesting body of work. Garden Garden State too. Oh, he did Garden State? The Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> I love you, man. He's all over the place. Whoa. Due date. Well, that was kind of hangover. The Dictator. Oh, wow. The Dictator. So, yeah. It's, What's the Dictator? He's very. He's an interesting guy. That he like. He shoots very bright stuff, and then also yeah. then he shot this. It's like, that's kind of crazy. Was the Dictator the Sasha Baron Cohen yeah. movie? The okay. more scripted one. Yeah. Got it. 
Yeah, I never saw that. One. It was oh, all right. Wait, no, we did. Yeah, I think it was kind of it had its bad grandpa y, right? Where they did like part was yeah, kind of like they did off the script and part of it a was a little on. bit, yeah. But yeah, the problem with him is like everyone knows him now. That was yeah. the problem with Jackass yeah. too, is like you get too famous, people go, Oh, like I don't I'm not falling for it. I know yeah. who you are. Um But yeah, I I loved that the Joker now the you know, back in, in the Keaton days when Joker became evil, it was you know, he was a bad guy, but then him falling into like the, the acid. Yeah, the acid toxic goo, whatever, that's kinda what made yeah. him crazy is this one, it was society that made yeah. him go crazy and um, I don't want to spoil too much on here because I'm sure people want to haven't seen it. Um, well, we theoretically just spoiler alert, right? No, well, because there's there's one big thing I want to talk to you guys about. And yeah, it's fuck it. If you guys haven't seen it, or? yeah, we're gonna talk about it for a few minutes. So if you want to fast forward, go now. Yeah. Um. So, the Joker is Batman's brother. Um. No. So that was everything fake? isn't what it seems you know what i mean uh, yeah that was one thing i that they, they gave you off early that the um when he's sitting there watching the show with his mom and he's in the audience and and then they they come back and he, oh that's just a fantasy that he's, he's having i get that but no then but then there was like the photograph at the end too that he's looking at that's it's a picture of his wife and on the back it says so cute whatever t w and then he crumbles it up Hold on, picture of his oh, of his mom. Yeah. Of his mom. Oh. Just, that was after like the bathroom scene where Thomas Wayne punches him, right? Uh-huh. And you're supposed to kind of believe, oh, it was all made up. It's yeah. the crazy woman. But then it's like, he gets the file and he's adopted, but it's like, I don't know. I don't feel like they ever like fully explained it. I, I felt like it explained that he was adopted and they're not, like his mom really was crazy. Okay. I don't think he's his brother. Well, what about the photograph though? She worked there. But with the writing on the back, I don't know. What did it say? It just said it like it was it was a picture of his his mom that he was looking at, and then he turns it over, and like in handwritten it says like all like mo- like love you or something like something dearing. Yeah. T W, just like the initials. Thomas Wayne. Yeah. That I was, mean, that was the only thing I was because I thought they had cleared it. Oh yeah, he's adopted, so all that was yeah. that was uh-huh. false. His mom was crazy, but then it was like, that's what weird. What is that? But, yeah, and I I've mean, never heard that. Can... Well, sorry. Good. I was gonna say, remember how he he wasn't like he loved that guy on the show, yeah, a Robert De Niro's character, mm. and at first he loved him, and then later on he didn't like yeah. him that much. Well, it could <laughs> well, be you could say that. With yeah. the <laughs> I'm trying not to spoil yeah, too yeah. much. Yeah, um, but then you could say that she like she could have worked there, and maybe Thomas Wayne really did care for her, and then she got crazy. Yeah, and was like that's um, true too. Yeah, I don't think you can work here anymore. That's true. And then she just was still obsessive afterwards. Yeah, because like I'd never heard that in Batman's backstory. That was kind of like a curveball that I'd never heard. Because it's also I've also heard like because in all the movies they always set up Bruce Wayne's backstory with him his parents dying. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it was. Some random guy, some guy, sometimes it was actually the Joker killing yeah. his parents. And then this one, it was someone initiated by the Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. And then, oh, the other thing I wanted to lurk up. But I think I think it plays it well because then it it is almost like Joker is the cause of their death. So if they did choose to go forward, yeah, Batman still has that vendetta against Well, he saw Joker. a guy in a clown mask. Yeah. And he knows they're all part of the same group. Okay, I was right. Group. I have one big, 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 bigaboo, bugaboo, bugaboo about this movie. Thomas Wayne 
the guy that plays Thomas Wayne. Yeah. He was in The Dark Knight Rises as a congressman. Was he? What the fuck? Dude, you can't cast anybody else in like you can't get anybody other old <laughs> white male that has that can't taint like in in like especially this is what DC does wrong is like they don't have a universe to base everything out. Now I'm thinking, oh, is Thomas Wayne this congressman that's in the Dark Knight right? Like a hmm. nerd would think that, but it's not because that's way in the future. Yeah. I don't know. I when I saw the trailers and I saw he was in it, I was like, wait, isn't the guy from Dark Knight Rises? Like he's only in a small part. But still, I, does that make sense to you guys? No. Yeah. 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 I don't know. But it's it's this guy, uh, Brett Cullen. This guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. It's in, it's in his top four movies. That's Joker, funny. Ghost Rider, Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> like he knows how to be in a DC movie. Let's get. Yeah, him. that's for sure. <laughs> but like the casting director, you obviously know his. Like you go on his yeah. IMDb page it's and you right see there. it. I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird. Might have to open this window up again. But I'd say I'd say Joaquin Phoenix was like the reason why that movie was just. It was what it was. I think if he doesn't get nominated for an Oscar, then robbery. I'm I'm done with the Oscars, man. I might be hard for him to win it. Yeah, because a Joker has already won it, and that was a big one. But I don't know. It's kind of early for award season. It's starting right now, but it is early. But. I mean, yeah, he, he just, there was moments where it was just hit, like a frame of just his face and the laughing and like kind of crying One thing at the I, same time was like, oh I my thought, God. After a while, it was a little much. Like, the laughing? Yeah. Like I, I got it in the beginning that it was like his, you know, his disorder and that like, especially in the beginning, you, it kind of was like his transformation into becoming like the Joker, I felt like. But yeah. then it was like after like the sixth scene of him just being in this creepy room laughing to himself, I'm like, okay, Todd, like it looks cool. I get it. Like it's very artsy, but like, give me yeah. some story. Like what else is going on? Like, I don't know. But it was a good crescendo. Like it made you sit there. Like there were some scenes where I appreciated that he just made you sit there and watch him like one take, like fuck you watch this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which I appreciate. And it is cool. Like he's a great actor. He was just going after it. So yeah. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> I could just see a lot of people watching it and taking different things from it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's The violence was a little much. Like, not... I just wasn't expecting it. Like, it, yeah. was, it was the... Especially with, like, his... The, the scene where he, the, the big guy and the, and the, the, the little the, guy. Oh, was yeah. so Quentin Tarantino. Like, oh, yeah. Over the top, and then it was so funny at the end, like... Juxtaposing, you felt kind of bad for the little guy because he couldn't reach the, yeah. the door yeah. thing. You're like, oh no, man, you gotta, oh, <laughs> dude, you gotta ask him. Like, oh. yeah, and then, you know, in the end, he's just like, you were the only one that, the only person that was nice to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even he was laughing, still fucking yeah. with him, like <laughs> trying to scare him because he knew the. Yeah, have you guys seen um, the comedian with no. De Niro, no, and Scorsese? No. Okay. This might you might need to. I, I actually I want to rewatch this too because it's been a, a minute since I've watched it. But the Joker is a total, not a total, but a kind of an homage to that movie because oh, the star is De Niro, okay, and he's kind of in the same role. It's the Joker is kind of like the comedian. He's like this crazy guy that's trying to become a comedian, doing the late, like the stand up stuff, and not really succeeding. And Jerry Lewis plays like the late night guy that he looks up to mm-hmm. and he kidnaps him oh. and like brings him. Oh, that's very dark. It's like a for a Scorsese that. movie. 
if you have the mindset of thinking, oh, this guy did Casino and Goodfellas, and you watch this, you're like, oh, this guy's kind of twisted a little bit. Yeah. And De Niro is great. So I, I suggest you guys watch that because I think you'll appreciate this movie more too because it's kind of funny now that De Niro is a late, late night host in that role. And yeah, so. Yeah. I, I, and Taxi Driver too. There's a lot of Taxi Driver. I've heard driver. a lot about Taxi Driver. You gotta go back and watch that. No, I, I think I, I heard. Like a long time ago. I thought I heard that um, Scorsese was possibly one of the um, producers on this or executive. I would not be if he was. I wouldn't be surprised because I'm on IMDb right it now, was. Ve- so. Didn't you feel it was very Scorsese esque? Oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I could see that for sure. Liz, you are? were talking about something like that. Um, oh, what was the part that you were talking about earlier today? I don't remember. Oh, this was produced by Bradley Cooper, though. He's a, he's a, one of the executive producers. Hmm. No. Well, I mean, he was in The Hangover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there you go. There's the. That's a good. The connection there. Scorsese. Bradley Cooper probably produced it. Yeah, he's. I still never seen his name on the credit. Scorsese didn't do it because that would have been funny that he, if he did because it relates so much to it. Well, no, well that. But did you hear what he said recently? What did he say? He said that he compared at least at least the Marvel movies to like he doesn't really respect them and compares them to theme parks, okay. like watching a theme park. And I was really? like, actually, that's kind of a good description of what the movie is. I'm not taking offense to that, but he was like just kind of dissing the whole yeah hero and it's not art kind of thing. And I saw that um, uh, James Gunn, director of Guardians of the Galaxy, kind of he he tweeted out saying like. You know, I I grew up with your movies and you're a huge inspiration. And the fact that you're like judging my art without ever seeing it kind of really disappoints me and stuff. And I was like, fuck, yeah, James Gunn, like call this old man out for not, you know, getting with the times. And it's true. And if if Marvel was just as big back when he was in his prime, they would have pitched him a movie and he probably would have maybe considered it. Yeah, for sure. With money and stuff. Like, so don't talk shit. Martin. Yeah, (laughs) that's all right. Kind of bugged me. But. Can't wait to see the, the Irishman. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's coming out yeah. soon. That looks good. Did you guys ever see Silence by Martin Scorsese? No. You two being the religious folk, you guys might want to watch that. As much as I don't like religion, and yeah. the movie is just straight up about religion, it was oh, it? probably best interpretation of like what it feels like to have faith yeah. than I've ever seen. Like, was that, I understood it after was that. Was that the nun movie? The movie with all like, the no, nuns? It's it's two priests. It's uh, the Kylo Ren guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. And Garfield. Andrew, uh, Garfield? Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. They're like the two. Well, Kylo, what's the Kylo Ren guy's name? Uh, Adam Driver. He's like the main star. And then also Liam Neeson's in it. And it's just like the story of these two priests going to save this other priest in Japan where like Catholicism isn't was like getting banned and people were dying. It's like a true story, too. It's crazy. It's long. It's boring. But God damn, it was a great movie. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's no Marvel movie, that's for sure. <laughs> no, it's not a theme park, right? <laughs> no, at the, the complete opposite. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Joker, I give it straight A. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I liked it a lot. It's worth watching do you guys for think, sure. I don't think they're going to do a sequel. And I don't think... I think we were talking about that. I don't know if it was meant to be a sequel. I think it's supposed to be just kind of a standalone. standalone yeah. Right? yeah, and I think Todd Phillips is talking about like, no, I don't really foresee that happening. And it's definitely not going to tie into the... What's his name? Pattinson? Batman, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely not tying into that. But 
we all know the story of Batman. We just didn't know the story of Joker. So I, I, I think people, it. I think people, if they, they don't like it, if you're not a Batman fan, then you're not going to get it. Cause this is, I think Bat, Batman got his, his movie with dark Knight rises. Like everyone yeah. knows that's the yeah. fucking, now this is the Joker's movie. He gets his chance. And yeah. This, if people think it's too violent or he thinks he's too crazy, like that's what the Joker was. Yeah. Like you can go back and look at Heath Ledger. He was just as almost as brutal as, as uh, this guy was, he was just more direct and yeah, I, I do. I really think there is some parallels too with like Joaquin and Heath Ledger. They just there were moments where I was like, well, "That's kind of eerie." Like, were they friends? Did they know each other? I don't know. I have no idea. But they were kind of young, young blokes coming up at the same time. Although I feel like, well, yeah, but I don't know. I think um, I don't think they wrote a movie. Comic together. books are violent. They are. Especially DC like, ones. A lot of people just think they're just for kids, but yeah. they if you go back and like, actually read comic books, like, yeah, Joker was really violent. And yeah, he's, he's crazy. Evil. Yeah. Well, have you read The Killing Joke? The Killing Joke is like the seminal Joker. I didn't. See, I'm not, I'm not a comic book guy. Oh. I'm a movie comic book guy, so I don't know. Killing Joke's incredible. That, was that a... Basically Joker comic? Yeah, it's, 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 it's on Batman, but it... Joker is a major part. I don't want to spoil it because yeah. it's great. Huh. It's so good. You have to go read it. It's like a Batman, but with Joker as the villain. Gotcha. So it's uh, really good. There's one other thing I was going to mention. Forget now. Huh. Go All watch right. it. Yeah, go watch it. Go definitely watch <laughs> it. I definitely want to see it again for sure. Uh, now what? We're going to bug Liz about her her job. <laughs> Um, yes. Yeah. So let's get into it. Um, Corey, Liz, I've been teaching for a while. You've been teaching longer, right? Yes. Six years. I'm on my eighth year. Eighth year. You're doing five, five. I don't this know where I got six fit. from. Um, what grade do you teach, Liz? I teach first grade. First grade, and you don't have to say the school, just in case. Yeah, um, I'm not. <laughs> uh, give me a general area, though. Like what? Not city, but LA County. Okay. Just give people an idea. I mean, you're not yeah. teaching in. Orange County. No. You're not, you know, not in Laguna Beach or something nice. You're kind of in the little bit of rough of it, just like Corey a little bit, right? It's mm-hmm. it's called a Title One school, and that usually tells you. You can Google that and see what that means. Well, just tell me. Is that a bad thing? No, no. It just you know, it, it tends to be on the lower end, like socioeconomic okay. and yeah. yeah. Okay, that's why I got. That's yeah. But the good thing about a Title One school is that because it's called a Title One school, they do get extra. Like, extra funds there's title one funds yeah okay so it sets aside money for you know schools that really aren't kept up well mm-hmm. um and gives some more resources can, we could they use have always access use more. to technology and stuff like that yeah okay I mean, I, I, I'm going to like this segment I hope you come I, yeah. you're going to come on I'm not going to ask you you're going to come on <laughs> a lot and because I think I don't have kids. I, you know, I'm the only experience I have with school is my own experience coming through it, you know, back in the day without computers, like every kid has like a tablet now, right? Yeah. That yeah. just blows my mind. Um, so, and, and I want to bring more teachers on that you guys know, and I know it'd be rough with their, like their identities and stuff. I don't want yeah. them getting in trouble, but we hopefully maybe we figured that out where we can give them like an anonymous, 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 <laughs> uh, name, but yeah, because I don't think a lot of people realize how rough 
the school system is. You guys have been yeah. for a while. We, we, you know, we hang out and he, they've told me some battle stories of being teachers, but some good stuff too, right? You guys, yeah, that's great. I mean, there's, love it. there's a reason why you guys keep coming back to it. And yeah, you guys, right? Look at that. You guys both said loved it at the same yeah. time. So yeah. I, I love that. Um, so, but you've been uh, first grade, but this is like your second. Yeah, it's my second, second year, year first. What were you before that? Uh, third, and then I've also taught fourth. What's the, what's the best? Third. So, third. Yeah. I liked third grade too. Third grade's like. my favorite to teach. Okay. First grade is rough. <laughs> yeah. What's so rough about it? Uh, it they're tiny emotional beings. <laughs> Little ant? No, they're they're animals. You can yeah, say animals. They, they just. Uh, you know, with third grade, you can really get into actual teaching. Mm. In first grade, you have to make sure that they're calm and not crying and all that before you can get into teaching. They are very emotional and they can't communicate their emotions yet. Mm. Yeah, so and I mean, do a lot helping them out in that area. Yeah. yeah, as you grow, you start to kind of figure out how to do that mm-hmm. verbally. But I could imagine since they don't have you know all of the vocabulary that maybe a fifth or sixth grader has it's a harder they have a lot harder time well i'll just give an example of what i mean by they don't it can't communicate their thoughts Mm so they'll tell me they have a stomach ache and i'll ask them okay well what kind of stomach ache is it a you have to use the restroom or you're hungry like i don't know yeah so they don't if they don't even know what they're feeling yeah then they can't really ask you for help like a specific help so yeah it's almost like a vet trying to guess what's wrong with the dog <laughs> yeah they, as, as i'm, I'm that, not calling a kid an animal no i get that as like, means that sounds i totally get that cause, yeah it's yeah. a lot a of analogy. like are you feeling this are you feeling that mm-hmm. are you, and just until you pinpoint yeah yeah <laughs> okay what's now you you do seven and an eighth or, or seven. seven just seven just seven just seven um what other i don't what other grades have you done is that it i've done sixth and seventh which one do you like s- seventh you? grade yeah that's better yeah um I tend to lean more toward there. It's a lot ch- more challenging because they're in a really odd transitional phase. Oh yeah, like emotionally, specifically emotionally. Um, so I I kind of like that challenge, and because I I was an awkward seventh grader too. Who uh, wasn't? You know, yeah. we were all were. So I can kind of harken back to that a little bit, and you know, ooh, they're searching for somebody. <laughs> I don't um, think so. Cool. But, yeah. I, I enjoy the difficulty. It's just some days it's so much that you come home and you just sit on the couch and fall asleep because it's exhausting. Oh, I bet. Yeah. But, um, hmm. Now, what, how, I don't even know how to ask this. Like, how how long did it take you to become a teacher? Like, what, what schooling? Just like the process Yeah, yeah, that? yeah. So to be a teacher in at least the state of California, yeah. the minimum is a bachelor's degree and a teaching credential, which is a license. Because that's what I was getting to, yeah. like the teaching credential thing. Yeah. yeah. So usually it's uh, however long it takes to get a bachelor's, which is typically four years. Mm-hmm. Um, everything goes well and you can go full time and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, and then with the credential, you take a, like a semester of credential courses and then a semester of student teaching, which is an internship. Oh, you okay. are a teacher without pay. Um, and you're kind of completing assignments and doing case studies and stuff like that during that time, learning how to be a teacher. And then there's a lot of tests. Hmm. So then you pass a couple tests and then you can finally teach. Okay. So, and then you go there from to subbing. You don't have to be a sub. 
first. You can you can um, go straight into you teaching can, uh-huh. if you can if you're you that can, good. Yeah, well, it's not even just that you're that mm-hmm. good. Like mm-hmm. subbing is, you don't have to have a teaching credential, like a full teaching credential, to be a substitute teacher. Oh, I there, know that. There's actually something that exists. It's called an emergency credential. Hmm. So you just have to have a bachelor's degree and then apply for a emergency credential from the California Teaching Commission. And it's like 75 bucks or something yeah. like that, I oh, remember. Okay. So um, there's people that are substitute teachers just because the pay is good and they don't ever plan to be a teacher. <laughs> okay, like, they're just babysitters. Basically. Yeah, I mean, I knew someone that was a pre-med student that was subbing while she was getting ready to start. Huh. It's yeah. pretty good pay? I mean, compared to, you know, some other full-time jobs you can get with a bachelor's degree. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's, there's flexibility, too, because as a sub, you can accept however many days you want or not. So you don't have to, like, request days off. You just either accept them or you don't. And there are minimum, like, minimums, though. Some district will say you, you yeah, have to at least work once a week. Or Did yeah. you guys ever sub? I did. Or I did. Um, for about two years. I liked it a lot. It was it was awesome. The it allowed you to kind of see the gamut of every, like the wide range of, you know, different well, kids. Yeah, different, what grades was that? I honestly you did K through twelve. Yeah, I did a second grade class one day, which was, uh, again, I don't know how you <laughs> how do it. Every you day. Do it. Yeah, every day, because even second graders can be kind of difficult to read. They would they would say something, and I, you know, or like, you know, my stomach, like you said, my stomach hurts. Well. Okay, do you need to go to the nurse? They can't explain I don't themselves. know. Yeah, they always say I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. it's interesting. <laughs> um, and then I've done, I've worked with seniors who you walk into a seniors classroom and they're completely autonomous. They work themselves. They they run the class because they know what yeah. to do. They know what work they have to do, mm. and they get right on it. And they're quiet and they work together. <laughs> they're adults almost, yeah. so it's. So okay. are 18. Yeah, it's really cool because hmm. I can just walk around and kind of get to know them and look at what they're doing and help them out if they need help. Okay. Um, I've always, subbing was hard for me because I like talking and teaching. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the teacher will say, just have them work on this. You just monitor them. And um, I actually liked when teachers left sub plans where yeah. I could teach it. Yeah. You know, so. I yeah. didn't. As a student, I didn't. <laughs> I when know. I saw a sub, I wanted a movie. Like, yeah. teacher ain't here. I'm not learning. Yeah. <laughs> Screw that. Yeah. And that's what the, a lot of times the seventh graders. But I, I've been I pretty... I can see if it's like a, a, a sub for like multiple days. Yeah. But like the the one-off days, like, give me a break, dude. Show me a movie. But we also have to consider... Like an educational does. movie. Like, show me Braveheart yeah, or something. Or, or like, stand and deliver. Um, <laughs> my, for my kids, like... The endearing thing lately has been, you know, I'm going to be out this day and they get like really sad. They're like, no. And it's, it's like, I forget that although they, they're kind of little butts, you know, (laughs) they test Um, you and they test, they, they truly are good at heart. Like everybody's good at heart, you know, um, you're like the opposite of the Joker. I was leaving everybody. (laughs) And I was thinking that like, it's like the exact opposite of of that movie. (laughs) But I, I, I have the mindset of a joker, sorry. Yeah. Everyone's an asshole. Especially kids. <laughs> <laughs> they they act like it yeah. for sure, but deep down. Alright, so Liz, yes. give me give me like a good story. Bad or good. Horror or something funny. You gotta have something. Uh okay. Well, with first graders, um yeah. it's kind of gross. 
they it hit me. They well, they have lots of accidents, and like even last year, one of my students vomited on my shoes. Nice. Um, they <laughs> last year we had a mysterious pooper. Mm. Um, the <laughs> custodian was finding poop like in front of the bathroom, not in the bathroom, outside yeah. of it. Huh. And we were trying to find out who it was. Yeah. And we never knew 100% who it was. It was like a detective story. Yeah. yeah. Mysterious. But you had some suspects, though? Yeah, we did. But we can't, like, <laughs> can't you know, it. call the parents with just suspicion. He's still yeah. at large. And this year we had we had a mysterious peer. Oh. And we did find who it was. Oh. Let me guess. A little girl, right? No. <laughs> no, I Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, last year, the pooper was a girl. Oh. Well, yeah, you can prove it though, but that's interesting though. We're we're ninety nine percent sure who okay. we knew who it was. But yeah, the PP guy. I mean, it's gotta be always guys. It's, yeah. it's so easy for dudes. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was found uh, with wet shoes, oh, walking away from the scene of the crime. What an amateur! But um, he'll learn. Yeah, <laughs> and well, there were <laughs> so there were two back to back. One did it one day, and then the other one did copycat. it the second day. He's a copycat. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> copycat Pierre. Yeah. Wow. Um, so the, uh, there's a lot of that. Uh, first graders fart a lot. Oh, okay. Gosh. That's interesting. Body yeah. function. You got they just, candles like, going they, in the they room? They sneeze and then it comes out or they... They're just, gross. Yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> uh, I don't really think I had any like accidents when I was younger. I threw up in a class one time. I was I mean, like, I have, a, I have a migraine. And she's like, Go. And on my way out, just blah. They get bloody noses all the time, too. Okay, I would get those. Yeah. Okay. That sucks. Yeah, I would get those. They always have bloody noses. And, and it wasn't because I picked my nose. Like, I don't no, no, no. get it. What is I a bloody nose? My my doctor, at least. I don't, I don't get them as much as anymore. But when I was a kid, man, especially during the summer, I would get them all the time. My doctor just said I had really thin blood vessels yeah. or blood capillaries. They burst. And, yeah. And, what? And, and even just like. I would just not even pick my nose, just like touch my nose and it would just. It's insane. That like gush, like not gushing, but like. Why heat? Does heat burst them? Or uh, what? No, it it, it dries it out. Oh, got it. It should be kind of like, you know, mucusy or Mm -hmm. snot and stuff. That's supposed to catch everything. And if it's not. I'm not familiar with the literature (laughs) on bloody noses. So I get that. I I probably had to make, make my teacher clean my bloody nose. Probably. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good. Um, What uh now you obviously don't want to keep teaching first for the rest of your life, right? Would you rather no. do it now? What which grade would you want to do? Would third. you want to do third? Yeah. That's, that's that's the goal. I okay. I just I really like third because as an elementary teacher, you like the cute stuff. Yeah. And with third graders, you can still be very cute. They like the holidays. The, say, they, they still they think still of, like you know stickers. They don't know about Santa yet, right? They what? That's like the kind of age where they still know about yeah, Santa. Yeah. Like they, the, they, yeah, they yeah. still do all that stuff. But third grade, they're pretty independent in third grade. Mm. Like I can totally have them working independently so I can pull small groups of students. And um, they're very sweet. And I just, I've always had a good experience with third graders. With first grade, they are not independent at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do, okay. One thing I do like about first grade is that the amount of growth you see in a single year is amazing. Mm, okay. When kids come That's in nice. at the beginning of the year, they come in like they're still in the other grade. So the first day of first grade really just feels like the end of kindergarten. So they're little kindergartners. Mm. But then by the end of the year, you know, they're getting ready to start second. So um, with 
with first grade, they come in little babies, and when they leave first grade, I I can't even believe it's the same students. Oh, that's sweet to hear. That's that. awesome. Yeah. So that's good to you at least see the positive in these little animals. Yeah, you do. And, <laughs> yeah. And first grade is a big reading year, so they come in, you know, being able to read basic words and sentences, and then by the time they leave, the oh, the amount of stuff they can read is amazing. I remember like when reading finally clicked. I couldn't stop. And you see yeah. that in first grade. You yeah. see the click. They just, yeah, I remember just reading everything, every mm-hmm. sign, everything. I'm like, oh, I know what that is now. I know what that is now. When I get all excited for story time, dude, this is the best. I, yeah. yeah, I do read alouds with them. We do a lot of carpet time. Yeah. That's awesome. I never like read at home, though. It was a bad, you know, if I had the teacher told you to go read this book. You, okay, uh, let me get into this in a second. Yeah. But I, I never did that. Like, I was always coming back into class going, no, oh, I didn't read those chapters. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was so easy. I don't know why I never did it. But, did you guys ever have like summer reading? Like, do they force you to read something during summer? So a lot of parents request work at home because yeah. parents or kids drive their parents crazy during the summer. <laughs> yeah. So I do send stuff home for the summer, but it's not required. They don't have to bring it back. Like, I, you know, like it's not yeah. like homework, but I always send home practice. I send home websites. That's I send smart. home resources yeah. because they do regress. Mm. Like yeah. I, I can have a uh, keep the muscle going. Yeah, yep. I yeah. can have a, a first grader end at a certain reading level, and then they start second grade, and they are they they've gone back. Mm. They're not at that same reading level they left first grade at. Yeah, but I heard like I forget. I think it might have been on the Corolla podcast. They were talking about some of the people on there were it was like mandatory. The school when you ended like sixth or fifth grade and you're going to sixth, they would give you, hey, you got to read like one of these five books by the time you get back because we're going to be talking about it. When we, and I was like, I never had I know. Because I, I never read Catch from the Rye. I never mm-hmm. read like, um, what was another big one? Um, Grace of Wrath. Like there's all these like classics mm-hmm. that like everyone read when they were in yeah. school. I was like, I, I read the Odyssey and like think Shakespeare, but I didn't read any of those like books. I did in high school when I was, when I took honors English yeah. my yeah. senior year. Miss yeah. uh, Miss Cardoza. That's sent home like a. Sheet. I wasn't that smart, I Corey. That. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. Oh no! Wait, I had honors in eleventh grade. I got lazy and didn't take mm. honors. You in did my regular grade. English senior year. Yeah. No, um, for AP, that you do, you are required to read over the yeah. summer okay. because on the first day of school, you go in talking about the book you read over the summer. I, I mean, I probably would have hated it back then, but looking back, I kind of wish my school kind of made me do that because. I don't know. I know a lot of books I don't know. I just yeah. know them now because they're movies, and I know them that way. Well, <laughs> but it's never too late to start. It, that's, that's true. I'll well, read a book now. I would rather listen to it. Speed Racer's going by. Um, honestly, I'd rather listen to a podcast than sit down for two hours and true. read a book. Sorry, it's, there's so much good things out now. that, And the most reading I ever do now is probably just the subtitles on Netflix. So, so. <laughs> I... I there, I do like audiobooks, but yeah. there's something about reading it too because sometimes the author will write the text a certain way. No, I get that. Um, like the book As I Lay Dying, there's a part where he's talking about sawing something and the words are written in like a shape of a saw almost. Hmm. So that audiobooks don't do that. You That's can't true. see the way the text is written. So hmm. I still really recommend... I mean, both are great. Yeah. But there's yeah, something special about I just books. Have, I have too much ADD in me. Yeah. I start reading and then my, my I can't focus on like and I and I know I know I've heard that the reading books like over and over again is a muscle. You have to like yeah. train it. Like that's why I'm not good at it at first, but I don't know. My mind goes and I start thinking of movies and I just can't. <laughs> but, well also, um 
Reading do doesn't necessarily mean a novel. That's true. Because I personally prefer reading articles over novels. I guess information. I, I guess I probably do that. There's more different than, I do that every morning. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, text is text. So you yeah. look at a you look at a That's picture true. and it could be text too. So you're yes, still getting that. muscle memory with That's true. with reading that kind of stuff. I mean, reading scripts or reading yeah. you know. Let me ask you uh, one thing. I've I I know I'm lacking in is my handwriting. I I mean I was never good yeah. at it. But it has just gotten worse because I just that's one muscle that I just don't do enough. I never write anymore. How, oh. Like, do you guys see that in your kids at all? Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Are they just straight they're, to keyboards? And... They're yes. Their penmanship is not that great. Yeah. And also, um, cursive isn't really required anymore because um, a lot of people say it's useless because of computers. But cursive is a great way to perfect your fine motor skills. That's true. And a yeah. lot of kindergarten teachers talk about how kindergartners are entering without any fine motor skills anymore. Hmm. And those are the things you need to be able to cut with scissors and be able to do, you know, just like the little tiny movements that your hand makes. Yeah. And then their hands hurt really easily too. So when they have to write long <laughs> essays, they're like, Miss yeah. Fox, my, my hand hurts. I, I can't see, write anymore. I always see my kids like writing and then they'll like stop and they'll just, yeah. you know, and then keep going. Um, yeah, even seventh grade. Just the the mm. penmanship isn't so hot, but the the thing with seventh grade is they're not careful. They just kind of go for it, and then it looks like crap. And then you're like, I gotta give this back to you, and you gotta redo it. Mm. You just do it right the first time. But then I gotta remember back to you know even kindergarten nowadays. They're pushing for a lot of technology mm -hmm. use. Yeah, and that's I, I great. have computers in the classroom. Yeah, but we we also really really need to foster you know handwritten skills because yeah. you can't fill out an application if it's not an online application. If it's mm. how do you do that? Maybe even you know? think maybe even have like a <clears throat> a because I know they have like keyboarding classes. Yeah, I never took one, which mm -hmm. I think that should have been standard. Totally, especially in high school, when you're getting into the job like job field, like you need you to gotta know. have it. Yeah. I just kind of did it myself, and I'm still not that good at it. But slash penmanship, like if they could maybe do both, yeah. Not so both sides, because yeah, it's going to be a lost art at at one point. You know, it's a, but that's you know we we got to keep it alive because. Mm -hmm. But the other thing is though, I I also could argue that it could be waste. Like you can't waste digital paper. You know what I mean? There's plastic and ink and paper trees and all this stuff that has to go into just writing something you can throw away so but it's you could you could you could write digitally can you do that with a pen it's getting pretty good nowadays right it's not the same though i get yeah, it i get it well i mean going back to cursive though like yeah. i don't like that people say that that's useless now because mm. i think about the fact that historical documents are written in cursive yeah so you're gonna have a generation of children that cannot read historical documents <laughs> like that's yeah. sad they they'll go to museums i still don't know how to do a z oh <laughs> i guess like, i learned that because that's in my name it's like a oh yeah it's like a, it's kind of like a y or something in a way it's like, yeah yeah we're, we're, we're doing around. we're doing hand movements by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like harry potter <laughs> that's like, that was the only one that like ever spells. got me that was a, i could never get the z yeah because i never used yeah. it but, and then cues, my cues always look like crap too. <laughs> it's like a backwards G. Almost. Yeah, is it <laughs> a lower I, key? I still think and, they and G's it. too. G's yeah, are, that's a whole yeah. thing. When yeah. I taught third grade, I still did cursive, even though I wasn't required to. No, nah. hmm. I just I wanted them to have that exposure and that practice, and also like even just signature. Most signatures are in cursive. Yeah, you're you're right. 
I have two signatures. I have one that's like you can read, and then one that's like my signature yeah. signature. Yeah. Because sometimes people have to read what I because my you can't see it in mine. But, um, <laughs> Mine's the same. It just scribbles like a C and then scribble. <laughs> Yeah. Mine has a star in it because I'm a rock star. I like, <laughs> it really I just, does. I don't I, do it. I don't do it as as prominent anymore. But when I was in my rock band down in San Diego, hold on. I, I had to. Uh, or I got mine too. Hold um, on a minute. I thought it was. I thought it'd be cool because I look, thought I'd be famous by look now. At, look at my signature at the bottom. It looks like crap. Oh. Oh yeah, that looks both like straight up emo kids. Yeah, right our dri- on our driver's license. Look at look at how crappy that that is. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, but over the, over so the eye bad. in Maine, I I put a little star on it. And now I just I am like you know what I'll just I'll do the scribble. Yeah, it's a little easier. Um, before we wrap it up, I just want to I'm curious now if you were given a choice on a subject, not like you couldn't teach it anymore in a class. Which one would you give up? Like oh, English? I thought you were going to ask me which one I would want to teach the most. No, because because yeah. you well. You're a little bit more of everything, right? You teach the kids yeah, math. Yeah, so with elementary, history, it's yeah. called uh, multiple subject teaching. Yeah. So you have to teach everything. So it's a little and bit more of you because you're, you're doing mostly English. Yeah, stuff, I right? Well, his credential yeah, like, only allows him to teach English. Yeah. Oh. My credential is called a multiple subject teaching she credential, teach so I them. am required to teach all of them. But who's is better? Only, no, it's in the grade, <laughs> only in grades one yeah. through, or K through six, though. Oh. Yeah, you can and teach, he like, can only teach middle and high. Okay. Yeah. It's just what you want to do. I gotcha. So, but I, I hit the surface level of all subjects, and then Corey gets deep into English. Yeah. So if you, so Corey, for for you, if you were in her shoes, if you had to pick, I don't one, like that question. Ooh, I like teaching. That's a good all question then. Um, because honestly, I would I would maybe say math. Because sorry, I I would trade math to for a teach kids how to be an adult. Like it, instead of teaching me this, you know, the quadratic formula of like whatever, teach me how to do my taxes. Teach me how what a credit score man. is. Teach me how to change a tire. Like there were so many things I came out of high school like not knowing, and it's oh, just like have fun so in life. Skills. And their whole job is to like, you know, that's hard for me, man, because I couldn't stand what? math, but I know it's necessary. I can talk about I, one that's the hardest to teach that I would get. Okay, I would just it's a headache for me writing. Oh, oh come on! That's not that's not a subject. That's it, like under like under English though. Yeah, it's hard. So it's, then you'd say English. Yeah, I guess that's well. That's the hardest for me to teach because I tend to be more science and math oriented. Okay, got it. There you go. That's a good answer. Um, I like that. I just I knew it'd be a, a hard question. That's why I yeah. asked it. PE. Because yeah, asking you PE, what your favorite subject to teach yeah. is like okay, yeah, that's great. People but. people forget that PE is a very important subject. But if I was going to get rid of any. If I'm still allowed, to, still allowed to have the kids do stuff outside of school, like because they can. No, PE? they're stuck inside the warehouses. <laughs> I, I would say PE. Interesting. I mean, I I think it's really important, but if we're talking like life skills and everything, um, but you also got most think- people who are like pro NBA players don't go back and say I it was because of my PE class, I, right? But you also like, got to think though these kids and yeah i will refer to them again as animals they have to get out every once in a <laughs> while do. especially the boys like boys See, gotta run that's around where that's where recess comes no and i have a lot of pe Sorry. teacher Re- friends who PE, are very passionate yeah. and <laughs> and it's it's it is a necessary subject but if they were like you have to choose one i'm like well what do i I mean, can't get rid of science because you need to know. We can't have people going out in the world not believing in climate change. Yeah, that's and stuff. what I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> uh, 
English is important because if we lose all the classics and we lose writing skills, they're not going to have the mm-hmm. ability to go out into the world. Um, math, you need basic math to get by in life. Like I think you could, but here's the thing with basic math, like you said, I think you could kind of learn that on the streets. You think so? Like, and also, like your parents should be teaching you shit. Like, come uh, on, it's as true. a teacher. Oh, I know, I know, <laughs> I, I know. You laugh at that. That's why I say they should be. I know not all of them do, but yeah, I, I don't know. That's hard because yeah. I think all I the just, subjects. I said mine. What I'm, I tend to orient. And I will never towards. say art because art is like super important i can see people maybe saying history too but i loved history class i liked i think if you got rid of history english could serve as like kind of a kind of like a safety net because Mm in even in english when we do our intro units yeah there's there is a lot of history history, yeah. yeah i still haven't heard an answer Corey. Okay, I'm gonna say history because oh. I love English and I. That's do a good excuse, though. History. That's a nice little loophole you, you found there. <laughs> I, I do appreciate that. What about okay. you? You didn't. I just said mine. Say, which one was it again? I Writing yeah, English? English, English. But uh, not because I don't think it's important. Just because Robert made me pick one. <laughs> <laughs> so no, let's just. Uh, it's math, history, let's just, English. Don't put. It's a hypothetical. Donald yeah. Trump made you do it. Okay, <laughs> oh, don't well, blame it on me. Screw him. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, Liz, for coming on. We're gonna uh-huh. wrap it up. It's about an hour now. Um, yeah. Hope you come back on. Right? Yes. Yeah. Because I'd uh, love to hear some other these stories. These recordings happen in my home, so but, I'll be here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's just down below uh, listening <laughs> yeah. to us mumble up here. Um, and then we're going to have some more guests coming on because this was a little test run. This is the first time we've had yeah. somebody else on. Um, we got some Halloween shenanigans yeah, we do. Um, coming up. But And then let's talk about what we're, what we're doing next week. We're going to, because we want to start telling our listeners what we're planning on reviewing so yeah. maybe they can possibly listen or kind of chime in. Yeah, so they know what we're talking about. And we can talk spoiler alerts. You know yeah. What I mean? Um, so you have a new record. There's a new record coming out. Yeah. Devil Wars Prada's new record is coming out on Friday. I'm really excited for it. Like it so far. I, I think I had mentioned, what was, what was I mentioning downstairs? I was going to do something. I have no idea. Now I forget. Crap. I should have thought. You know what else is coming out though? That just popped into my head Hmm. is the Jesse Pinkman movie. Oh, is that coming out this week? Yeah. It's on Friday. Oh shit. El Camino. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a Breaking Bad movie. Pretty exciting. Here, I'll start a song going. Pop quiz in the end. Here we go. All right, pop quiz. This one's Let's for you, see. too. Let's see, Liz. Some, some help Whoever says it first. Oh, are we guessing? Yeah, it's cooler. Guessing. I guess. Oh. You'll know the song, but I'm not sure if you'll know... Um, what are we guessing? Verb? The Verb? The band. Who, is who, it The Verb? Yeah, I think it, yeah, I think that's who originally does it. That's not who this is. Oh, okay. Is this a cover? Oh. Well, then I'll have to wait for the vocals. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Hey, I got half of it, right? It's a long intro. Uh, I'm looking at movies coming out. Gemini Man, Adam's Family, Jexy, and The Pink Sky is Pink. I don't know. There's not a lot of good movies, so I'm not going to do a movie next week. So I don't know what I'm going to review. Maybe I'll watch Jesse something old, dude. Pinkman I, movie. Dude, I, was kind of, I thought it was kind of fun that I did The Edge the other day, like an old movie that no one really knows about. Yeah. So maybe I'll try to find a movie that I've never seen that I can review on this. This is a long intro. Sorry. Here it comes. Old play. I'll have to wait for vocals. Here we go. Symphony that's 
know who this is. Hold on, hold on. I'm giving it a chance. What, do you know? Wait, hold on a second. No, now here's the trick, though. Ace Enders. Uh, I can make a mess like nobody's business. No, different band. Because watch. Oh. Cinematic? No. This is a trick Drugs? question. This is Ace Enders and a million different people. There's like oh. literally a million different people on this, this oh. song. That was Geodos guys. Craig, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first, guy, first guy was Ace Enders. And a million and now different this people. is uh, Craig, uh, Mayday Parade, I think. And then, isn't Anthony Green? That's, this is Ace. Here, I'll bring it up. Yeah, this is a great song. So, I felt like Anthony Green was in this. Uh, Ace, Ace covered this song and like the proceeds went that starting line. That's Kenny. Hear that. That's kind of a when did yeah, this they, come out? A long time ago. I never heard this. Yeah, so he did it as a charity thing. So all the proceeds of the song went to a uh, a charity. <laughs> that makes me think of the Simpsons with the well, the song they did about Bart oh. stuck in the well. <laughs> yes. They all sang together. That's a great episode. Sending our love down. Yeah, the yeah, well. that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. I'm one. gonna bring up the all this singer because yeah, it's kind of a fun uh, song. Such a good, great cover too. Um, Aaron Marsh. Do we know who that is, Corey? No. You're the you're the name guy. I'll look that up. Aaron Craig Marsh, Owens, yeah. Alex Gasgarth, whatever. Oh, from that's All Time uh, Low. I'll do, yeah. Brace Ivory. That's uh, Rocket Summer. Oh, Bryce Kenny Avery. Vasoli, Starting Line. Another Aaron Marsh. Matt Thiessen. That's uh, I know that name too. Mark Mark Hobbs is on here. Oh, that was Mark Hobbs and Brace. Art. Um, I'm caught up to it. This is Mark Hoppus. Oh, that is him. Now it's Ace Enders. Yeah. Who's this person? This is really cool. I like the... This is a guy from Socratic. Remember that band? Oh, I remember Socratic. Very good. Who's Matt Hayson? Yeah, this is a great cover. It's really cool. There's a lot of people on this song. Oh, that's uh, Matt Thiessen guy is uh, Reliant K. Oh, yeah. And then there was one other name I didn't know. Aaron Marsh. See these guys. I did like... Um, I really, really like Reliant K. They're good. Oh, Copeland. Oh, oh, wow. I forgot about them. I think they just came out a newer record, too. Really? I think I saw that the other All day. the bands coming back. Anyways, yeah, so great song. A bunch of people on here. This has been So So Scrutiny. Thanks, Liz, for coming on. Yep, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. I'll Corey, back. I'll see you next week. Uh, yeah. All right. Sure. Until then, see you next time. <laughs>